There is no secret formula for better customer service. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot, bringing service and support together in one powerful platform so you can deliver the best experiences possible and free up a rep's time with an AI-powered help desk. Also, you can easily support and grow your customer base. Secrets out, everybody. Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. Good morning, everyone. It's Friday, May 26th, Memorial Day weekend eve. I'm Mark Dent, here with Juliet Bennett-Ryla, and you're listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're going to get you rolling into summer with a pretty fun story. We're going to talk about the mobile pet industry, specifically about a company that's bringing the spa experience to dogs. But first, there's a lot of business and tech news to talk about. Starting things off, WorldCoin, which is a startup founded by OpenAI exec Sam Altman, announced yesterday that it received $115 million in funding. WorldCoin is a little bit of crypto and a little bit of AI, and its goal is to create an ID for every living person in the world through eye scanning technology. So WorldCoin believes this technology could be used to help verify the presence of a real person on the internet as AI proliferates, and that it could also be used for the process of distributing universal basic income, which has been discussed uh, the last few years and a lot of people think could come to fruition if AI ends up taking over. Among the funders for WorldCoin are Andreessen Horowitz and Bain Capital, so some very big names. But it probably won't be all blue skies ahead for WorldCoin. Skeptics of the company include Edward Snowden. He's worried about privacy, and WorldCoin has already stopped operating in seven countries because of legal challenges, according to Bloomberg. In stock news, NVIDIA shares increased about 26% on Thursday after the chipmaker predicted $11 billion in second quarter sales. That exceeded analysts' estimate of $7.2 billion. The valuation of NVIDIA is now around $950 billion. Meanwhile, Alibaba is flexing. The Chinese tech giant heard reports that it was prepping for layoffs and rejected them and then doubled down by announcing it was going to add 15,000 employees this year. Alibaba's decision to expand obviously is coming at a time when many of its peers in the tech industry have enacted massive layoffs and cut back on perks. Finally, speaking of perks, everybody wants a four-day work week, but most companies aren't listening. According to a recent poll released by Ipsos and the Washington Post, 75% of workers prefer a four-day work week with 10 hours over the standard five-day work week with eight hours a day. A little addendum to that is that workers don't really want the 32-hour work week over four days. That would see them get paid less. They still want to be paid the same amount of money. They just want to do it in fewer days. So several companies in the U.S. and Europe have been piloting four-day work weeks, and they've released studies with favorable results for the companies and the employees. And yet, uh, here we are. As the Washington Post found out, most everyone is working five days. And the reason why, as the Post kind of found out, is that businesses have been unwilling to undergo the cultural and scheduling changes necessary for the shift. 
On to our main story. There are roughly 90 million dogs in America, according to the American Pet Products Association. And that number has leaped from about 68 million in 2000. So pretty much one out of every four Americans has a dog. If you own one, or frankly, a pet in general, then you probably know that they've started to get expensive. You know, obviously some of that's necessities, but a lot of it is just people are spending a lot more money on fun, cool things for their pet. Overall, pet spending is up to $137 billion in 2022. That is up around 450% since the 90s. So the dog industry is just huge, and we're seeing a lot of ways that people are spending that money. And Juliet, you talked to a company that has a kind of unusual way to cater to pets. And by catering to them, they're really coming right to them. What business is this? So this is a business called BarkBus, which is based in California. It's actually had, I would say, a fair bit of success in a short amount of time. Hmm. It was founded in 2017, and they started with about two vans going around doing mobile grooming. And now they have 55 across Southern California and also Dallas. And you know, it's exactly what it sounds like. Instead of taking your dog to a Petco or PetSmart or an independent salon, you book a BarkBus groomer online. They show up in a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van that has the whole grooming station inside. Your dog is groomed right in front of your house. And they have all these sort of cute premium touches that I like. They take photos of the pet during the groom, like a little soapy mohawk or sitting in the bath all wet and of course send them to the owners, which is super cute. Their average customer gets groomed once every four weeks, but it could be more or less depending on the breed, what it needs, skin conditions, et cetera. The reminder postcard you get is like a picture of your dog. So there's all these sort of cute personalized touches. It actually reminds me a lot of Chewy. Like if I have to contact Chewy about my cat food, they're very personal. It's like, oh, tell us about your cats. And, you know, they have that sort of, we love pets. We love your pets. Tell us more about your pet sort of experience. Yeah, yeah. Always willing to listen. Mm -hmm. So I take it just from hearing about the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van and, you know, a a dog spot generally. Mm -hmm. I take it their consumer base tends to be a bit more affluent. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, a large part of why they are in... LA and Dallas, where, you know, they've done these studies on who has the money, who's got the dogs, who would pay for this service. So yeah, I think it does tend to be people who have the money to spend on a premium luxury service for their pet. Of course, you could also say, well, time is money. And if you work from home and you get paid per hour that you work and you're not taking your dog back and forth to the groomers and waiting for Maybe you make up for it in other ways. Yeah. So I spoke with CEO Jeff Safenowitz, who used to work at WeWork. He founded the company with Patrick Riley, who they described as a serial entrepreneur and also, fun fact, was the guitarist for the Ataris for a couple of years in the 90s. So lots going on there. You know, you were saying that there's maybe this whole aspect of just not wanting to spend time, you know, driving to PetSmart or, or wherever you might take your dog. But there was maybe some other reasons why these brick and mortar spas, as silly as it is to say, are not the greatest situation for dogs. I asked Jeff who the average consumer was. And yes, sometimes it is people who are like, I love my dog. I want luxury for my dog. A lot of times it's busy parents and they don't have time to pick up and drop off the dog. Sometimes it's people who don't have a car or who have trouble getting around and they cannot load up their big golden retriever by themselves. Mm -hmm. So there's lots of reasons why someone might do this. When it comes to the salon itself, I guess it would depend on the kind of dog that you have and your dog's personality. But they were saying sometimes this is a traumatic experience for a dog, especially if the dog is skittish or doesn't like other dogs. 
because you would drop them off and they might potentially be caged around a bunch of other noisy barking dogs and there might be multitasking going on. These big box retailers, you don't have one-on-one dog attention necessarily and they're trying to get through several dogs in a single day. So what you get with BarkBus is really a one-on-one personalized service that you may not get anywhere else. Then additionally for the groomer, all BarkBus employees are full-time employees with benefits and they only do about four dogs per day, which is considerably fewer than they would do at a big box retailer. Right. So BarkBus, I mean, they're not the only one doing this. I'm curious, like what else is this space kind of like? Does BarkBus kind of stand out in any way? And is there sort of a proliferation of companies wanting to come to your door and help your dog? I've definitely seen quite a few mobile grooming vans just driving around. And as I was looking into BarkBus, I found other services that are similar in other parts of the country. I think what companies like BarkBus tend to bring is that sort of convenient online at your door personalized service that we're seeing, not just in the pet industry, but in grocery delivery, even in human grooming. Yeah. You know, you can get a haircut in your home with a fancy online service or glam service right. if you want. And then I think also we're seeing an uptick in pet spending. People are spending a lot of money on their pets. There are now DNA tests to figure out what kind of breed your dog is. If you don't know, there are luxury dog food. You know, like I can go to the pet store near my home and I can get my cat some very extremely expensive food that has a quail egg in every can. (laughs) Like you can really go all out on your pet. And I think we're seeing more and more of that. Yeah. And I mean, it's like even, you know, Chewy, which you mentioned earlier, Mm -hmm. I mean, they obviously delivery is a huge part of their business. Mm -hmm. It seems like the industry is really shifting to just coming to people's houses, just like so many other things. You know, it's just like the DoorDash, the ghost kitchen, Mm -hmm. except it's for helping out pets. You know, I asked Jeff if he thought this was a pandemic thing. You know, they were working on this before the pandemic happened. I do think there was a bigger adoption of these sort of things amid the pandemic. I had never had grocery delivery before. I could not leave the house, basically. But, you know, he really didn't think so. He thought we were already moving to this type of service. And I think we saw that with subscription boxes and things like that. And it's still going strong, even though people do have the option of going out to a big box retailer or salon. You know, they've been able to expand so rapidly. People clearly are still saying, no, come to my house and grew my dog in front of my house. Yeah. And one quick thing to kind of add a note to that is Petco last year noted that they were seeing quarter to quarter decline in sales Mm -hmm. of people buying fewer supplies. So, I mean, you're seeing it, some of those big box retailers. Now, Juliette, obviously not a dog owner, but as you mentioned, you are a cat owner. You were talking about quail eggs. Mm -hmm. What splurges do you make on your cat? Well, I have two domestic short hairs, so they don't need regular grooming in the same way. I do brush them and they spend probably about three hours a day taking turns licking each other and smacking each other in the face. So they (laughs) groom themselves and each other. But I actually got them their own catnip plant, which I maintain for them, mostly so they stop eating my plant. (laughs) I've gotten them all sorts of toys. I thought about getting them one of those $600 litter robot machines, but that's really more for me than them. I mostly just do whatever they want. I think it's more of like a time thing. Like I spend a lot of time on them. They're really not as expensive, I think, as a dog or like a different sort of cat. But they definitely have all my time and my attention. For sure. One of them likes to be pet every night while she eats and she won't go to bed unless you do it. So that's my fun hobby (laughs) is petting my cat while she eats. 
Right. And it's like that impulse of wanting to do something for your pet when your pet wants it Mm -hmm. that I think is leading to a lot of the proliferation of companies like BarkBus. The CEO had a really interesting quote about how he saw pets Mm -hmm. in this day and age. What did he say? Right. Pets are our kids and plants are our pets. Yeah. I mean, that seems to fit like exactly what it is. I think that's definitely true for millennials, especially because they either don't want to have kids. Like I don't want to have kids. So I have the luxury of spending and splurging on my cat Mm -hmm. or they're getting started in life later. So they're putting all the energy they would have put into a kid, into their dog as they wait for this sort of recession, arrested development to balance itself out if it ever will. Right. And I think what this means is that we are only potentially a few years away from a mobile plant spa service where someone comes and prunes your plants, potentially. Yes. I want this. If someone will come over to my house and figure out why these two plants I have are dying despite me giving them everything they could ever want, I will pay you to do this. Thanks for tuning into the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. So if you're not subscribed yet, get signed up at thehustle.co slash email. Enjoy the long Memorial Day weekend and we will catch you next week. Hey, everybody, I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work, and it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Alan, Leanne, Elliot, as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.